Welcome to our table, you beautiful human animals, for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into behavior and living right, plus other good things, with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is Better Health and World. I am Matt Crocono, a credentialed writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here, as usual, with fellow health enthusiasts and cultural commentarians, Joe Newbauer at Jono's MMA. How we living, everybody? And Gabrielle Tambo, and also our in-house nursing student at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? Hear them and me also on Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for seasoned vets of the purest, best sport you can follow. And you rookie fight fans, subscribe to that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now! Let us dig into the pure asbestos, everything and anything else, right after this word from legal. Although Matthew Crocobo is a certified personal trainer, he is not acting in this capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person's program or piece of literature, he is not necessarily endorsing every position or opinion that anybody might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, legal. How we living, everybody? Not too in, too bad. I've been consistently, I guess I can call it working out. I've been playing my Just Dance game <laughs> <laughs> every consistently every day for about an hour. Yeah, um, that'll do it. But um, I mean, I feel like I mean Joe tells me because which he thinks I actually get a better workout, you know, than him on the treadmill just because I'm use I'm working out without even realizing I'm working out, and I'm mm. also doing all kinds of different. You know, moves that, like, I think I get kind of, like, a nice full body workout from. And I'm definitely sweating by the end. I mean, my Apple Watch tells me I'm getting my, getting my uh, you know, fitness in for the day. So, I mean, I think it's working out. I feel better. It gets, I mean, it gets me motivated. I like doing it, which is, I mean, that's the most I ask for when it comes to a workout. I actually want to do it. Well, to sum it up, my fitness... As far as exercise and, you know, daily and doing everything there, I, I got to give myself 100%. Uh, this week I ran six out of seven days. I don't nice. know if that's – I mean, I, I'm not running very hard. It's not like I'm doing well, sprints. Well, if you're running six out of seven days and it's relatively new being a regular, regular, regular thing, mm-hmm. that's probably the way to go. Pace yourself so that uh, – Run the distance. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm doing very well on that. And as far as eating, I'd have to say fifty fifty. Mm. I've had a cheat meal meal tonight and yesterday, and like I said, breakfast and lunch I'm doing well, but I'm not doing a hundred percent great on dinner. Mm. But as far as what I feel, um, I feel like I've dropped a couple pounds. Oh, nice. I don't really have a scale to tell me, but my clothes are fitting better. Uh, I feel like he has. I feel like my face is thinned out. I mean, I was hitting. It's interesting to live a without really a scale high. to like. I mean, it's it's not it's not a bad way to be. It's sort of like instead of counting calories, you just sort of watch mm-hmm. what you eat, know what you need, use some common sense, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pay attention to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm at right now in my growth, as mm-hmm. far as what I started on the treadmill to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I have to be getting stronger and faster because I'm I'm boosting everything. Yeah, my easy. numbers are it's up across easier, the board. Yeah. So I know this is this is a time thing. Mm. I know right now I'm I'm a little over a month in. How are you fitting it into your schedule? How did you change your life? What is that? That is the thing that it, it's people know they need to eat right and they need to exercise and those there's a lot of variations within those. But the biggest thing is actually doing that on a regular basis. What was it that you were able to leap over? How did you manage? What are you doing? What is your? How are you doing it? When are you? When are you doing it? You do it early in the day, I tell you, right? It's earlier in the day. I'm well, just making. First of all, getting up and eating better in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big help too. Mm-hmm. Helps give you that energy right away. And like I said, for the most part, I usually eat the Green Giant broccoli and carrots. It is microwavable only because it's for quickness and it's for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get in the. Obviously, microwaving is fine. Microwaving is how I eat a lot of my food. Something better, but it is broccoli and carrots, and it, you know, I just put three over easy eggs on yeah. top. I of mean, that. it's it might not be as good as going out and cutting it down from the field, but you, mm-hmm. we all have to find that line. And mm-hmm. the microwavable bags of those vegetables is yeah. one of the best things that we can be doing for ourselves. But I know it's got to be better. Time constrained times yeah. that we're living in. 
It's got to so, be better than Dunkin' Donuts. Better than a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm starting off with. You jazz it up with like, some butter, yeah, yeah, some seasoning and stuff. Dunkin' Donuts, coffee, well, and, like, you know, ugh. stuff. With the three like, eggs and that protein. I think and even their yolk. own sweetened coffee has sugar in it somehow. Dunkin well, Donuts. that's the other thing I changed up. First of all, I changed up my breakfast where I'm eating a nice size, mm. side of vegetables in the morning. I'm adding it, you know, I try to do it every morning for I my breakfast. I actually often skip the vegetables. I yeah, I often skip the vegetables early in the day. I try not to eat much in, during, during mm-hmm. the beginning of the day. I and then I eat the with, three over uh, easy eggs, and that's changed everything. I actually ate three over easy eggs today. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, technically. That is the first time that I've attempted to cook over easy eggs in probably somewhere between five and ten years. I've, I've, moved, I've become a sunny side up kind of guy, but... Mm-hmm. I was going. I decided to go for some. For one thing, I was planning on cooking these sunny side up. I've been talking some over easy eggs lately, off the mic, but I, I, I was still planning on going sunny side up. But I was the 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 clock was ticking, and I needed I needed these eggs to be done mm-hmm. now. So I went for it, and the first okay, so I had three of them set up. I was dropping these eggs on top of. I got to put these pictures online, on top of uh, lamb shoulder chop. You know, it's nice. It's nice. I mean, it's not the it's the least it's the lesser expensive lamb that you would buy in the grocery store. But if you're willing to cut around the bone, and uh, if you eat the fat like I do, uh, it's nice. It's nice. And I dropped three over easy over easy eggs on it. But 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 oh man, I, I guess I ruined the punchline. That's all right. Well, so the first egg that I flipped over to make it over easy landed on top of the other two that were still sunny side up and I was terrified but I managed to reconcile it and got them all where they needed to be yeah Yeah. and uh, I sliced up a bunch of smaller sweet peppers quote unquote sweet peppers not you know as in not spicy peppers that you can buy at any grocery store Mm -hmm. very convenient you know healthy living easy kind of thing Uh, and it it was dope Dope. Three over easy eggs. First Sounds time, good. First time in around a decade, I would, yeah. I would guess. Like, it's been a long time. I can't remember. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember where I was living the last time I tried to cook over easy eggs. Mm-hmm. That's how long it's been. I'm not sure. And then I changed my coffee. Uh, what, we got some almond milk and Truvia now? Mm-hmm. Nice. And half the time, I don't even... A lot of times, I don't use Truvia. I usually use yeah, one pack. Yeah, I use it a little... I've been using it a little bit, but then I kind of stopped. Yeah, I and I just, I've been trying to wean off the Truvia and I've been successful, but sometimes I'll drink the first cup mm-hmm. and I'll be like, okay, I got through that one, but you know what? I need a little bit of some type of like, I've been flavor doing, I've been, I've been doing something new that's been a new pacifier, drink, whatever, you know, the sparkling waters thing I've talked about, coffee, mm-hmm. something that uh, I've done a lot of, uh, tea. And I am not, I get kind of bored with hot tea. It's not something I, do. I can do very much. So I've been brewing the hot tea. I have a caffeinated box and a decaffeinated box. The caffeinated box is a vanilla chai latte, which is very nice. And the decaffeinated one is a sleepy time peach, which is also very nice. And I'll brew those up, stick them in the fridge, sometimes transport them into something that I can stick in the freezer, depending on my time and when I, how soon I want to drink it or whatever. And uh, so I have, I've, been, I've been messing around with iced tea. And that's been something that's helped keep me from iced tea something i'm thinking about if i want a late night drink sometimes i get that craving for something you with get some de- more get flavor decaffeinated tea that you brew yourself because mm-hmm. you, it's hard to find iced tea that's not yeah. caffeinated and mm-hmm. even decaffeinated iced tea is still gonna and have tea's a, like a power it's still gonna have a little bit of caffeine in it so even stuff labeled decaf is gonna have caffeine in it so you need to get stuff that's never been caffeinated yeah. before like this the you know you got to go to the tea you got to get tea and you mm-hmm. got to brew it yourself, and you got to take that extra step. This is one it's way. It's not hard. It, I used to do it. If you know, if you, I got it down to a rhythm, like it's. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> I'm crazy, man. You, you <laughs> got to be a fly on the wall with me in the kitchen. I got so much going on at so many different times because I'm also brewing coffee, and my coffee at different times it might have just heavy cream in it. It might every once in a while almond milk. I don't think I've put Truvia in my coffee in a long time, but coconut oil and or grass-fed butter and or heavy whipping cream. A lot of times my first cup of coffee of the day will have all three of those in it. I'm a psychopath, but it's fine. Uh, it's a healthy breakfast. It's a good way to start. I like to start my day with a big, yeah. fat dose of It's a, a good start, fat. too, because I just feel it's better. It sates you. It mm-hmm. sates you, and you're not going to feel the need to munch on BS for the next six, seven hours, yeah. especially if you have more caffeinated whatever 
with whatever kind of thing you want to put in mm-hmm. it. Um, and that's usually when I try to work myself up to go work out. A little goes a long that. way. Egg eggs are great in the morning. Yeah, they are. They're you the really best. Really can't can't do better. And I feel like they're great in protein too. Can't they kind of get you. They, they can so get you much. that energy to get you through mm-hmm. until you need to eat again. Mm-hmm. And then usually that's around the time where I just go make myself. As soon as I feel awake, I I need my, I need my coffee. I need a bottled water, and now I need my my eggs over my veggies. Is what I've been doing mm-hmm. lately. And then I'm like, all right, I'm up. The egg and was the I'm first thing I wrote about on BetterHealthAndWorld.com, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go work out, and like I said, kinds of good stuff. making myself get on the treadmill for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. I mean, the, the, the speed has improved. I'm actually So what time are you getting soon. up, and what time do you think you're getting on the treadmill? I sleep. It's all different times. Okay. And you, I've made say... the sacrifice. Like the other day, we went to the zoo this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And I was freaking out. I was like, man, I don't think I'm going to get time to get my workout in. Because I had the zoo. I think we had. You just got to wrestle some of the wildlife. Other things we had the, um, that we wanted to do, Race like the afterwards, the whole day was planned. And I was actually <laughs> able to get myself up early, time to eat breakfast, and then go get on the treadmill before we even went and started our day. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm getting up at different times. It's not just like at like 11 o'clock every day. So you got up on the zoo day early to accommodate the treadmill. That's what mm-hmm. you just said. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well done. So, well done. And, and I feel weird. Today I didn't work out. So you're squeezing out. it in. You started getting, you're, you're, you're getting like a high off of it. Today I didn't work out. I decided to take off. My calves were feeling a little sore. Yeah. You I've gotta, learned like listen you to your fight body. fight that long fight. I, I went out and I did mow the lawn, my mm-hmm. front and back today. And mm-hmm. it took about an hour and I, it was 92 degrees outside. And I got a good sweat going. <sighs> Not so that, bro. I came inside I and I was no like, you way. know what? Someone told me to mow the lawn today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go find somewhere else to live. I decided right then and there I'm going to make today my cheat day. Usually it was supposed to be Saturdays. I skipped Saturday. The only day I took off last week was because I worked a double at work. And a double means in, in the type of profession I do is I work literally all day long for about 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And it's just you just don't have the energy. I'm, I'm at a job where I'm on my feet all day. I just don't have the energy by the time that I get home on my sleeping schedule to work out. But I still was on my feet and probably got a workout in at work all day long. So I did hit six of the seven days. I'm super proud. But I figured today, you know what? I was off. I think I deserved my cheat day today. So I just I took it off today. And I don't regret it. Um, it's super motivating. I'm already thinking about how tomorrow I'm going to get in and just get on the treadmill. And since mm-hmm. I had this day of rest, I'm going to push it a little harder. Yeah. I've been crushing it. Um, just uh, once I, I was struggling with it for a while because I always mm-hmm. eat very healthy. But that doesn't mean that I always only eat very healthy. And for a while, I was indulging in things. I had loaded up my social calendar, and that's that can be very difficult. Uh, but I've rededicated not too recently to really trying to eat super clean again because I missed that 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 feeling, the, the physically. Mm-hmm. And then because of those two things, you could say emotionally, spiritually, whatever, whatever. Uh, and uh, it, feel, it feels nice. It feels good. And I got, and I've had so much practice with it. Uh, I'm just, I'm right back. I'm right back on that horse. And I've, I'm adapting and getting better at, like I was talking about juggling the tea and the coffee, trying to find new things to keep, keep it fresh and keep it interesting and jazz up your palate. I've been experimenting with different mail order foods and some have not quite lived up to what I hope they would be but that's fine because it's still keeping it keeping it interesting and trying you know just to, to figure it out and the 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 oldies but the goodies the meal prep cooking up the different you know there's only so many different meats that they sell at the grocery store and there's only so many different seasonings that one has but you forget those seasonings, and you bring some back. And I, um, I don't know if I ate any of them yet. I put Old Bay. We get me. I saw some. I've seen some memes that make fun of Marylanders putting Old Bay on everything. And I don't know if that was the reason or if it's a coincidence because I did see the meme before I did this, and I don't know if I would have done this anyway. But I put Old Bay on the hard boiled eggs that I was bringing with me. That's good. In my travels, it's delicious. I don't. Care I don't if know if I've ever done not. it before. Yeah, but uh, it's good. They're there. That might be my breakfast tomorrow. Uh, consequently, we were talking. You were talking the Dunkin' Donuts breakfast and what's another good breakfast? Other good breakfast when you're out. I really like uh, if I am in if I if I try to eat super clean, uh, I can do okay at Starbucks because I will get I get I get yeah, 
use the Americana, I get a little cream in it, and I can get their egg bites. I get the bacon egg bites on there, so. <laughs> and uh, that's, that'll, that, that, those things will keep me going for four, five, six, seven hours. If, if you know, depending on what else I got going on, depending on how long I stretch out that Americana. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times just a jar of peanut butter floating around, very low sugar content. Just got to stir that up. Really got to churn that butter. Turn that butter. Got to have these things conveniently at your disposal mm-hmm. throughout your travels. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been getting into, like, um, I've been trying. I heard, like, like almonds and things like that are very healthy, too, right? Like, they give you that good type of energy. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure they're not too junked up, though. Yeah, I mean, just straight. I just eat the straight, yeah. like, packs of them. Um, but also, I've been drinking the Nutribullet. That's another thing I have done yeah. consistently. A lot of veggies. My Nutribullet, it's over half of veggies. Like That's it's, good. it's literally spinach and broccoli. So fruit's good, but you want to do too much fruit because fruit's still got a lot of sugar in it. I throw in about two to three the, strawberries. Once you get yeah. past the third, and strawberries are some of the best fruit you can have. Strawberries and blueberries. blueberries. I put a handful of blueberries. It's literally two to three strawberries and half a banana. Oh, you got me the same. Mm-hmm. So. That's been working out well. I haven't really changed up my Nutribullet that much. I feel like that's a pretty healthy concoction. I'm getting that broccoli. I'm getting that spinach. I'm getting uh, blueberries is a superfood. Mm-hmm. Strawberries mm-hmm. is considered a superfood. It's worth it. The it's only reason it. I put the banana in there, because it really does bring it home and actually make it tasty. Yeah. So that way I'm drinking something that tastes good and is very good for my body. And this is right after a workout, by the way. This is what I go to. Nice. And then by dinner time... One day I'm eating deep fried chicken wings, and the next I'm eating salmon over cauliflower rice. So I mean, it's been a very weird. Well, if it's only balance. one day with the deep fried chicken wings, and yeah, I mean one cheat meal. Like I said, is 50, it a cheat 50. meal or a cheat day? Because you were talking cheat meal or cheat day. Because a cheat meal today fine. was definitely a cheat day. Yesterday was a cheat meal. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was a cheat meal. I feel you. Today is a cheat I day, you. and well, I feel I like just, I put the work in, like yeah. as far as working out. Okay. Like I said, uh, for me, yeah, like be perfect. living better yeah. boring. and living healthy. It's about it's, it's about enjoying every day, mm-hmm. and I stand by the, you know, the the experiences I have where I met people at restaurants and didn't worry about being super uptight about the food or, you know, because it's just like pizza is everywhere and pizza is delicious. Mm-hmm. So like I've had plenty of pizza. I've had plenty of pizza. There's no way I'm not. I'm gonna stop eating pizza, and I'm gonna try to make my own pizza. I still have yet to attempt the cauliflower crust pizza because honestly, it doesn't sound very exciting. As I hear much it's good. As it to. Yeah, I've heard yeah, it's good too. I've heard it's good too. We'll see. It sounds like uh, it also sounds like work, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna start doing that. All that I can see that. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start getting down <laughs> with weird flowers and making my own chocolate chip cookies and stuff without having to worry about refined. As many refined sugars. And you ever think about doing a male um, food service? Yeah, they are a little bit pricey, as we got into on here mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. You know, I mean, you being the one trying to prepare the food. I've thought about maybe getting in on something like Especially that. Especially with some a niche point, like maybe. keto. I know you're very keto heavy. Well, I don't want to necessarily endorse it because it's sort of an alternative diet. Mm-hmm. For me, it has worked. And I have gone to the right medical professionals to make sure. I mean, everybody's biology is different. I think, it, I mean, not necessarily just keto, but just as far as preparing food so that it is completely healthy and you can completely trust what's in it. I think there is a market for that and a growing market for that. And it's it's still as many uh, as ma- as it's, as many options as as many more options as already eat healthy. It still kind of blows me away how hard it is to find that place or those things. It's it just satisfactory. Like I don't I don't want to call anybody out, but there was the, you know a recent a recent company as such that I was I'm just a little disappointed with, and you know I could pretty much I could get my money back. I could probably get free product. I kind of just. I, mean, I don't want either one. I don't want either away. one. Like, I wanted them to already give me either one of those, and they're kind of like, eh. And I'm just like, I'm... And I kind of look at, took a closer look at the label compared to the things you can buy in the grocery store, and it's just like, man, this might really not actually be all that much better and worth the mm-hmm. effort anyway. So, just let it die. I'll let it go. I'll let my kid eat an Eggo waffle, and I'll make him eat 
an egg or some cheese along with something else healthy to balance it out while it goes down so there's something to help slow down the absorption of the sugar with the with the other things that's going on so that he gets you know just a, a balanced breakfast and uh, I try not to have any kind of sugary things with my breakfast and sometimes the keto thing yes but you know like I said I don't necessarily recommend that and as his personal trainer I am not allowed to endorse such a diet You'll have to go check with your medical professionals to uh, make sure that you are the right kind of person for that kind of thing. It's had it's shown to have drastic effects, good or bad, on all kinds of things. Uh, people with epilepsy, I think, were the first people that experimented, you know, that were or you know prescribed ketogenic diets at zero, almost you know as little carbohydrates and sugar as possible to prevent their seizures and it worked mm. uh, all kinds of people have dropped all kinds of weight and as long as it, it, it can it can do some damage it can, uh, ketogenic diets can damage your kidneys I think that's related to dropping weight quickly I'm not sure if that's if that is all if that is something that I'm not 100% sure I'm not a biologist um, you know it can have you know you're, e you're eating a lot of saturated fats, and that's something that's always been vilified. There's growing literature that is not as villainous as it was. Controversial. Controversial. The uh, the status quo of the textbooks, you know, it's, 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 it's a murky area to really, to really discuss, and it's kind of... To tell someone to do a ketogenic diet would be telling them to consume a lot of saturated fats, which is not something that medical professionals are supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So you know the 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 it's it it's on the it, the onus is on the individual. They're the person who knows their body more than anybody else in their history, and they have the resources to research their family history more than anybody else, which can be a good indicator of many things. And you just gotta you, you gotta pay attention to your body, like we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Just do you know the standard American diet? The food plate is probably healthier than the way a lot of people in our society eat. So that's 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 one of the factors I think that's gone into how the the the, the USDA's recommended diet has been shaped over the years. I mm -hmm. mean, I, I, this is something I researched a long time ago. I don't remember all the details, but I I, I I remember that being something that that's come up. Like we you know we want to we want to have manageable goals for the American public. We don't want to tell them something that they're just going to look at and be like, uh, so fifty eight percent of my diet supposed to be vegetables? Are you kidding me, bro? I'm going to the drive through and I'm not going to eat any. Like mm -hmm. so, my body's that working real. I'm pretty though, sure everywhere. that has been a real factor. Yes, it, you, once you start doing it, it feels great. I feel. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, my I feel all the pistons in my brain firing. Everything feel feels better. I feel um, good. I, I feel noticed. positive. I feel optimistic. I feel great. Yeah. yeah my yeah. attitude's better. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing as well as Joe as far as my eating, not nearly as well. But I've I'm taking really small steps there and I'm starting to notice like when I eat well versus when I don't eat well and when I do those cheat meals and I always just feel I could tell like how much more awful and the I cheat feel meals are an addiction. Oh, it's mm. an addiction. It's crack cocaine. Yeah. It's a different. It's a different kind of crack cocaine that everybody's allowed to consume. I try to acceptable. fight the urges, but Ooh. that was like last night. That classical conditioning. Yeah, classical conditioning. Yeah, I just picture that McDonald's logo, and I feel that sweaty, greasy air. And it started at work. In the salt, yeah. I just want to eat French fries. I want to eat French. That's where it started. I want to eat French fries out of the red and yellow I box. I French fries at work, and that's I where it started. I can just feel it. I can feel it and see the grease, and it's just <laughs> it's despicable. Oh, oh God. I broke it. I mean, this We're is drug after addicts. a day We're all drug where addicts. I had breakfast for lunch and Gosh. breakfast. I mean, vegetables for lunch and breakfast. I mean, yeah, lunch and breakfast. I had a nice, big, <laughs> heaping size of vegetables with good stuff. I mean, I had three eggs. Okay. I had the uh, strawberries, blueberries, half a banana. Mm -hmm. I had... Um, Were the vegetables broccolis and carrots every time? <laughs> broccolis. Has anybody ever seen broccoli broccoli and carrots before? with the eggs and then broccoli and spinach with the Nutribullet. Mm, okay. And then I had a, one of those P3 protein packs I don't know what where it had sunflower seeds uh, it had peanuts geez. and it had a little bit of beef jerky uh, okay 
kind of like it, I ate it after I worked out because I felt mm-hmm. like I needed to get some food. It was quick. It was right there on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had before work. And it wasn't until the end where at the end of the day, and this is my main problem right now is it's the only thing I have to alter as far as diet goes. If I can alter my dinner, try to do better at dinner because mm-hmm. as the day goes on, those addictions, I can hear them calling me. Okay, and I cave. Last night I did it at work because, let's face it, I can't just, the, the most accessible thing to grab at work where we are is deep fried french fries. It's right there at our disposal. I'm mm-hmm. over them. There's not, a, there's not a bin full of broccoli I can just go grab. It's just not there. Yeah, sometimes the broccoli will, will show up, but you gotta be like a ninja. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be vigilant. So vigilant. I grabbed a handful of that and then realized that be? it was getting late. I was getting home really late. I was tired. I worked out. I did everything I was supposed to do. And then I caved and I got to order a, a, a thing of deep fried chicken wings yeah. for dinner. And it continued into today. I made today my cheat day. Okay, so I one cheat up. meal led into a cheat day. Because, I mean, the chicken wings in and of themselves would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Because I plan on having cheat meals. I'm going to time them around social activities. Mm-hmm. But uh, you got you got to keep you got to keep sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, I mean, we, we you want I want to get to where I want to get to, but I'm not too far off. I mean, I'm I, I've been kind of laissez-faire about it and being a little more sloppy and eating a little more pizza and being a little more social and doing this and doing that and not really worrying about it too much because like I'm kind of in pretty good shape and it doesn't take much for me to get in really good shape so I've just been well, kind of your body. slacking I've been yeah. so I do kind I'm of let myself slack I push myself right on that fence and I keep myself right mm-hmm. there just like just like right in between those two places where I want to be and uh, well, that was last week anyway, so I'm good. I mean, I really I let myself maybe. go, and I'm at a rebuilding process. Do you want to do more to fight back against the healthy landscape we live in? I can show you how to streamline physical fitness and healthy eating into a crowded schedule in a world full of bad choices. Hit me up at Matthew J. Better or Better Health and World at gmail.com or a results-oriented, in-your-own-home workout program crafted to your goals, schedule, and overall lifestyle. Plus, nutrition advice, not just on what to eat, but how to reconcile healthy eating with a manic, busy, crazy lifestyle. I can be your in-person trainer several times a week, or a one-time fitness consultant to get the more self-motivated of you started, or somewhere in between. Again, please feel free to ask me any questions at Matthew J. Better or BetterHealthAndWorld at gmail.com. Dot com. That's the word, not the symbol, J. So we were talking cheat meals, eating healthy. I was at the opposite end of the spectrum of you, or rather you than me, because you were saying my I've since I'm used to doing to, to like eating more of the healthy stuff and all that, I've trained my body and you let yourself go and now you're readjusting yeah accurate i've let myself go where this is this i knew that going into this as this has been over a month now um i feel some weight loss but there hasn't been significant amounts like showing yet i mean i've had some compliments from some people that are like ah it looks like you lost a few pounds or whatever but nothing like drastic you look like you feel good i do feel good Uh, i feel a lot better since i've done this but I know this is the type of thing that's not going to take just a week mm. or just one, you know. This one is, week at a time. This is going to take probably three to four months to really start losing it. Mm. That this is this is a journey. This is this is not a sprint. It's definitely a marathon. And I just got to keep pushing. And right now, that's as I sit here. I was looking for earlier. A little bit. Find it. A little bit over a month in, anyway. I'm really looking forward to working out tomorrow. It's been, I'm actually in a different mood. Yeah, I'm going to the gym tomorrow too. I'm excited. I always go to the gym uh, the morning after I podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm always excited to do it. I'm yeah, go, it's man. it's a different. I need mindset to make sure I don't hurt myself. Yeah. I get a little too zealous. Uh, when I don't work out, I feel weird. Today I didn't work out. I felt a little weird. Mm-hmm. Felt like I had to do something else other than just mow the lawn to get this energy out. You said, "Aha, uh-huh, was he weird?" I think I had was, a lot more just, energy. Anxious. No, I, I disagree with him that I I feel like, yeah, he actually was really anxious. And you know, it was, you know what? It was funny because um, right before dinner and on the way to dinner, he kept saying how he was very, like, 
antsy, like he was really stressed and he didn't really know why. Nice. And I think we nice. know he didn't. He didn't I get his workout that. today. You yeah. know, I think. Different. You know, and I I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I'm really. I think we're both very. We have very similar personalities, and we're very hard on our, ourselves. And when we're not pushing ourselves to do our workouts like we've been doing lately, I mean, we just start to get down and start to feel like we're not we're not doing enough. And I think that. Um, you know, I think he did get more of a workout than he thinks because he did mow the lawn today and it was, you know, 80 to 90 degrees outside. You Good know, and Lord, he was yeah. he was outside for at least an hour or so. So, I, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself there. And plus, your well, like body, said, you need to give your calves, body a day of Even when I, I've too. been sitting here at the podcast mm-hmm. table, I mean, this is my third podcast today. Um, well, one yesterday and then oh. leading into the next day. This <laughs> wow, is you got me beat. That's rare. Sitting at this table, I've been sitting for over you know a long time. I went out to dinner. Well, I guess not what I, I guess for Mother's Day, as that. it was a late Mother's Day, where where obviously I'm. I feel like everybody that goes out not on Mother's Day mm-hmm. to treat their their mother to a dinner at a restaurant. You're the smart people go out like a day or two after mm-hmm. or a day before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took our mother out today. So I was sitting there for about two hours, obviously stuffing my face at, at a Hispanic joint that's up the street. And I, I, I'm getting stir crazy. I mean, my legs just feel really weird. I don't mm. know if it's sore from sitting, but I felt like yesterday I, I hit it a little extra um, uh, pushing on the treadmill mm. where I went up in speed again for longer amounts of time. Mm. And I, I feel like I feel that in my calves. Too today. zealous, yeah. My calves have been a little tight lately too, and uh, I I do the elliptical, not the treadmill, but that was that was involved. That I want to start involved. getting an elliptical back in too, but I just don't like the one I have. I want to sell it and get a new one. In a perfect world. Oh really? How much would you want to sell it for? We can talk about yet. that off the mic. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, my elliptical. I need to figure out how to oil because I inherited it. And I don't want to buy a new one unless maybe I buy yours. <laughs> and mine didn't come with instructions, and I did internet research to try to figure out the proper stuff to maintain it, and that was a snipe hunt. That that they are just not giving it up. Like they don't want to give you that kind of information unless you're buying another elliptical. It seems, and I can find the brand, I can find this, I can find that, but I can't go and find the information I need. I'm just gonna take a chisel and a hammer soon and crack it open and spray the whole thing down with WD-40 or something maybe well, what are they um, maybe the maybe the grease from from uh, fast food joints that they use to power those cars <laughs> ethanol I'll just mm-hmm. I'll douse it in ethanol that that ought to loosen it up my elliptical will last a thousand years hmm. But yeah, I, like I want like I more like of like, like one that they have at the gym. I, I like a trampoline. Nicer, mm-hmm. I, we're talking about getting a trampoline. I like a trampoline. Yeah, we were, we were I got a nice little today. personal trampoline, another inherited piece of exercise equipment. <laughs> how does uh, that work? How how good does that work on a trampoline? Like how good of an exercise is it? Like a small one. If you know what you're doing, a trampoline. Because I would think if you're jumping on the trampoline, which helps you jump, which is a hard thing to do on the bare ground to jump that much. You can have some support nearby. If you're if you if you have something nearby to hold on to where it's stable, uh, there's a wide variety of things you but can I do. But I feel with like if trampoline. you keep jumping too and you it's bring worth your researching. Knees up, Check it out. It's great for your Check core. it out. It's worth yeah. researching. Maybe I'll research it and come back to the table with some better, more specific information for you. But I stand by the trampoline from personal experience, and I have heard mm-hmm. a great many things from people that I trust. That it's been a while, and I'm not going to tell you right now because I can't. I. I've never tried a you know you know the small trampoline. I never had one of those, but I've def I've been on trampoline a couple times the past couple years. I do trampoline like at least like probably on average twice a week for the last three yeah. months probably. Just FYI, I've done it here and there going to like those trampoline parks. Like there's one. Those are fun, by, yeah. And uh, I do it with kids. I'm telling you, like <coughs> I've. You, you think it's really easy, and then it's probably about 15 minutes later, like your legs are killing you. And I, I'm. I remember our last time with the kids, we jumped for, I think, an hour. I think we bought an hour. And, uh, man, I, I got a workout that day. Mm-hmm. I was I was sweating, and I remember my legs were killing me. It's a really good workout. And I, when I was a kid, uh, my best friend growing up, she had a trampoline. So, all, you know, all 
through my childhood, I was in pretty good shape. And, I mean, I was doing other things, too. I was playing sports and everything. But, I mean, every pretty much almost every day after school when it was nice out, we would just be jumping on the trampoline It's a very day. specific, special kind of exercise that is very beneficial mm-hmm. to your long-term health. Yeah, because it doesn't take, I mean, it, I it's, a oh, workout. it's fun. It's a workout, but it doesn't take, like, a whole lot of I believe asterisk upon further review, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll stand by the trampoline. Yeah, I, you know, I definitely think that. Um, I think it's a good cardio guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good, I think it's a good workout. It'll be something fun for the kids as well. And even though you're working the calves, you can be in control of your environment enough, especially if you have that handheld support nearby. Um to to sort of maneuver around some tight calves and still get some good cardio in without having to worry about hitting a treadmill or an elliptical, which mm-hmm. might put more sh- more constant stress on your calves. There is cardio you can do from a chair, also. It's there's just there's Obviously, you can do yeah. anything anyway. Yeah. I mean it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. You can do anything anyway. You don't you don't need to leave your house. The best part. I don't need to leave my house to do every kind of physical activity that I need to to reach my to reach my goals. But there's just something about going to the gym where it's just it's just easier once you're in there. It just everything it just seems to sail, it seems to cruise. But getting there is not always such that easy, smooth sailing. So I mean, yeah, there's it's great. It's great to be able to do anything anyway. To be continued. <laughs> yeah, I think that was good. I think that's enough healthy health talk for today. Let's move on. Because, of course, a well rounded human experience involves cultural and intellectual and emotional pursuits in addition to physical and emotional and achievements and all that stuff. <clears throat> so, now we can indulge in other, perhaps more fun aspects of living. Cultural reflections of the human experience that bring us together, inspire, or at least entertain us. I have written the screenplays and directed film shorts. For academia, I was a columnist for two publications, a thrice-published poet and the entertainment editor for my high school newspaper. I could talk shop especially when it comes to movies. And that's what we're going to do here. And I don't, we got nothing. We got nothing planned ahead, so let's just riff. What are we talking about? Um, The Predator is coming out. And tonight I was reminded, or perhaps told for the first time, I'm pretty sure reminded that Shane Black, the director of Spider-Man Homecoming, is going to be the person directing The Predator. Um, Can you check that for us, Gabby? Are you able to do that? Yes. Checking. The director of The Predator. And then to see what else he directed. Um, I know a movie I'm going to watch this weekend when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It is this weekend it comes yes. out, I'm pretty sure. Deadpool 2. Nice. I've been a fan of Deadpool for over two decades. Mm-hmm. I, I subscribed to his very first regular comic book series, and I got my hands on the entire first miniseries that he was at the helm of. With that said, I don't know if I'm... And I saw Deadpool opening night and a couple nights later. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to see this one opening night. Because these days I don't get to movies that I can't take my 10-year-old to. And uh, yeah, as mature as he is in many aspects, I'm not going to take him to see Deadpool 2. I mean, if it's anything like the first one, I don't blame you. <laughs> that ain't happened. No. Yeah, as far as I know, he still hasn't seen Deadpool 1. And uh, he better not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, when he's, you know, 13, maybe. 13 is old enough to start seeing R-rated movies. <laughs> 14, 15. Yeah, I don't know how don't to know. gauge what the actual age is. I think you have to play it off of how well you know your own child. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, some, child, some kids grow up faster, just intellectually more mature than others. And, yeah. and I think as, as a parent, you can gauge, you know, what age you feel it's oh, okay. You know, it's one interesting thing that I've heard, and I don't, I'm not quoting the science behind it. This is just 
conjecture, hypothetical theory is that when you're watching something for more than 20 minutes, it's you you get you you get like really drawn into it, where you kind of form like an emotional attachment to it. So when you're watching something more than 20 minutes, and then people die in that thing, you feel a more empathetic bond mm-hmm. to those people getting wasted and mm-hmm. that's kind of terrifying if there's any truth behind that at all and I mean it seems like there's got to be something to that we're bearing witness to these things like I yeah, I yeah. stopped watching Saw movies and Hostel movies for a reason so that's like a further degree of it but these things these are things that we're taking in and all that well you need at least I think 20 minutes to tell a story right at least get something out of there like a beginning middle and end hmm if you think about it, um, I feel like so you're you saying know, maybe we could bang out something quality without having to hypnotize people and ruin. Well, their, they do it with uh, sitcoms. Psyches. Sitcoms are only twenty minutes long. That really, interesting. they're twenty-two minutes. I'll mm. just take the one I've been watching mm. always recently is Modern Family. It's twenty-two mm. minutes long. One of the best ever. But I don't know. If Probably in the top gauge. five sitcoms ever. I don't know if that's the best gauge. Only or half-hour comedies even. It's not just one twenty-minute episode. It's top like ten half-hour comedies. Nine seasons. Yeah. Okay, so what was I? Finding about the director of The Predator, which Pete. comes out this year. Shane Black. And he also directed. He also directed The Nice Guys. Good movie. Oh, that's Iron right. Iron Man Three. Oh yeah. Edge. That's a TV movie. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Lethal okay, Weapon? so he didn't direct Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, he's no. Just directing. Spider Man Homecoming. He did direct Spider Man no. Homecoming. No, I'm trying to look up who directed Spider Man Homecoming real quick. Directed by John Watts. John Watts, yep. Okay. Can you go back to Shane Black and see what he wrote? Yes. Thank you. He wrote a lot. It looked like Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Lethal he, Weapon he too. wrote um, Lethal Weapon, The Nice Guys, Lego Marvel Avengers. Um, what, like, I mean, Lego, Marvel, Lego Marvel Avengers. Did he write video games? Video games, yeah, apparently. He wrote Iron Man Kiss 3. Kiss, kiss, he wrote the long kiss goodnight mm-hmm. the movie with gina davis and samuel l jackson so like shane that. black wrote that movie mm-hmm. really that movie was great oh man that's oh i rewatched that movie over and over and over again right when i got into movies that movie probably i'm guessing that movie came out like two two three years after pulp he wrote fiction it and produced it that is a dope movie. Charlie Baltimore. Gina Davis plays an amnesiac. 96. Four years after Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Four years after Pulp Fiction. It's not and it's not like a ripoff or anything, but I just... That movie wouldn't have been made if not for Pulp Fiction existing, I don't think. Gina Davis plays an amnesiac. I want to say Brian Cox was in that movie, too. Can you go to Long Kiss Goodnight and see who's in that? <laughs> um... I don't think he was, though. I think I'm just dreaming. Uh, Gina Davis. Who are we seeing is in it? Brian Cox. Yes. Played Nathan. Nice! Nice! Yes! Um, and Brian Cox was the bad guy in X-Men 2. He was in The Ring. He was in Rushmore as the dean of the school. Brian Cox is dope. He's for real. Uh, so, anyway. Gina Davis plays an amnesiac. She's in a car accident. If I'm not mistaken, Brian Cox is riding shotgun when they wreck their car and a deer goes through the windshield and her amnesiac memories are busted loose. It turns out Gina Davis used to be a hit woman. And, uh, you know, all hell breaks loose. And it's a, if I remember correctly, and I haven't seen it in 15 years, Dope, dope, I'm in the same dope, exact position. Dope, I remember that movie. movie. I am. I'm pretty sure I'm going to stand by that movie. And I remember liking it, but it's so been so good. long. I I'm feel pretty like sure. I need to I'm pretty sure that, that movie's one. excellent. I'm pretty sure the movie's yeah. excellent. Sam Jackson. I remember it being this really some, good. That was actually some, a movie. This the only is some, I remember. This is some vintage Sam Jackson too. Because I had people nice. like telling me to watch it. And uh, the uh, there's a there's another dude in that movie. Do you still have that movie up? Yeah. Which one? The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes. Can I take a seat? I want to see the cast. There's another guy who's familiar. He was in a David Morse is an actor. He was in like some Stephen King miniseries and stuff. I want to say he was in some kind of other TV series. Uh, oh, he was in the Green Mile. In Contact. You guys recognize this guy? 
Yes. Yeah. He was a he pretty, was, he David was in, um, David Morris was a pretty him important. From he was a he was almost a, almost I want to say the villain in the Long Kiss Goodnight. The plot of that movie was pretty was there was a lot going on, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Long Kiss Goodnight. All right, what led us down that path? <laughs> Let's try and go uh, back. We started talking, talking about Dead- modern Deadpool? family. Deadpool. Deadpool. They were talking about um, about uh, how you said that um, you can't get invested unless it's like over 20 minutes. And I was talking about how it was the beginning, middle, and end. And I don't know if I could use Modern Family because they are like 20-minute sitcoms. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's like 100 of them. You know what I mean? There's actually right. hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours where where uh, character development over time you just get invested in these characters. But I could see a short film if it was about 22 minutes long. Mm-hmm. If the story was that quick, that swift, that good, you could get invested into it. And I don't see any way that you could have a five minute skit and you get that invested. I just don't think that's enough time. I mm-hmm. actually agree with that statement. I love movies. And like uh, I like watching an entire movie mm-hmm. in one sitting. If on the rare occasion when I have that time, I'll go to theaters to see the openings of very special movies, the comic book movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, when I'm hanging out with people, it's very rare that I'll watch an entire movie. But the, and that that's that's I'm not gonna say my favorite art form, but it's in the conversation for my favorite mm-hmm. medium, my favorite art form. There is something just very special about a movie and a story you can tell in that time. And unlike a TV series, and granted there are some TV series, but for the most part, unlike a TV series where anything can happen in that time, any actor or actress or character that is introduced at the start of that movie, they could die seven minutes into the movie. Like you, any, They could do anything, and that's what's so great about a movie. That's why it's one of those arts, art forms that really speaks to some kind of a... A, a truth, a, you know, the nature of unpredictability. Like you don't know. Like there, it, they they don't have to reset at the end like they do at most sitcoms. Like it doesn't have to, it, the characters not have to go back to where they were, mm-hmm. so they can relearn the same lesson over and over again. Like no, this is this is it. Consequently, that's what's so great about these high quality serialized cable dramas mm-hmm. that we're such big fans of, because those are the same way. We're like, they could kill the wreck on Walking Dead, mm-hmm. or. They could kill Rick on The Walking Dead. If they really wanted to. I think they. I think they'd be fine. They kill any of them. I think they could. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Mm. All right. So the Predator, Shane Black. So he didn't have anything to do with Spider-Man: Homecoming. No, not at all. All right. No. I don't remember why I got those two uh, mixed up, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe it's the Iron Man 3 collect- connection. I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, as far as Predator goes, I have rewatched the first two Predator movies not too long ago and in chunks. Are you talking about the very first, the one with mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. How were they watching them back? Well, the first one is fantastic. That's John McTiernan, directed by John mm-hmm. McTiernan, who did the first Die Hard and the third Die Hard. So I mean that you know that guy he he doesn't have the catalog that you would hope he you know there's not there's not as there's not too many more John McTiernan movies out there. So John McTiernan also directed The Hunt for Red October. So that's pretty important I would say. And Last Action Hero, pretty dope, pretty dope. I don't know if yeah, everybody. Yeah, Hunt for Red October. I remember that was Sean Connery. Uh, Thomas Crown Affair. The Pierce Brosnan one, and Pierce Brosnan was also in his directorial debut, Nomads of 1986, which I have no other comment on. Uh, Medicine Man of 1992 with Sean Connery, and I don't even know who that is. The 13th Warrior, the Antonio Banderas 1999 vehicle that I think was based on Beowulf, maybe? The 2002 Roller ball remake uh i really want to like that movie it got a 2.3 on imdb i'm not even going to bother with the rotten tomatoes at the moment perhaps i'll check it before this recording is over because i'm curious because have you guys you probably i'm guessing neither one of you has seen the original rollerball 
You want to talk no. about some? I know what movie you're talking vintage, about. Vintage, like early '60s. I want to say '62 or '64. Maybe it was '72 or '74. The only reason I know about James Con. Some vintage James Con. What do you? Why do you know about it? Because they redid it, and it was when <laughs> right. when, when I was John like, Tiernan directed it. I was so into um, LL cool wrestling J? at the time, and I feel like Paul Heyman was in it. Okay, as a voice, I think the announcer. Maybe. So. That's why I was familiar with the reboot. Well, the original Rollerball, I think, is a brilliant film. Vintage, sci-fi. Then they came out with a real-life Rollerball, right? de resistance. Didn't uh, they do, like, a real-life Rollerball? Social commentary. I mean, James Conn just gives a brilliant performance. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I there, there's, like, a roller derby kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you remember. I mean, it seemed kind of... It, it was just a little too violent. They, did, they didn't think that one well... Like all right. All the so, in the in the last the last of John McTiernan's dozen directorial features is 2003's Basic, starring John Travolta, which I heard was Basic. I, I remember seeing it. it's been a while. Pretty but I damn good. It. I think pretty damn good is more or less what I heard about Basic. I, I remember and enjoying it. It's it's the first time we've seen John Travolta anything close to being cut since Saturday Night Fever, I guess, or whatever. You know, back in the day, definitely, I mean, he seemed much more... If you saw the John Travolta with his shirt off in Pulp Fiction and told me he was supposed to be some kind of a Marine or whatever the, whatever he's supposed to be mm-hmm. in basic, you would laugh. But I saw a couple minutes of that movie and I bought it. Like, he seemed like he'd be, yeah, he'd be... I can see him being whatever he was supposed to be in that movie, which I'm not 100% sure what that is. Uh, I'd say any of these movies are worth checking out. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to watch. Every, I, I'm very curious about Medicine Man now. To be honest with you, an eccentric science is this. This is a Sean Connery vehicle that came out in 1992. PG-13 adventure drama romance. An eccentric scientist working for a large drug company. Drug company is working on a research project in the Amazon jungle. He sends for a research assistant and a gas chromatograph because he's close. Ellipsis, see full summary. We're not gonna, we're not gonna worry about that. I think we've seen all we need to. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's a good movie. Last action hero was good. John McTiernan, shout out. Last action know. hero that had Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Medicine Man with Sean Connery. Last, yeah, last action hero was Schwarzenegger. That was where he was the action star that got that ripped into in the, the real, real world. world. Yeah. Or the kid went into the action star movie. Both. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Both. It was the close. It's original. it's the closest follow up to Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which mm. is a masterpiece in my yeah, opinion. I love that movie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Perfect. That that movie's never gonna happen again. The closest to it is Last Action Hero and Cool World, and Space Jam, and those are all three. And I think all pale of comparisons. Yes. yes. Pale is the Not word. Even close. Pale is the word. Roger Rabbit. Sorry, was John McTiernan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a masterpiece. Jessica Rabbit is the hottest cartoon <laughs> character ever. Period. Eddie Valiant. Oh god, that guy. He was fantastic. Also, I gotta look up his name. I gotta give him a shout out. You guys, got any other pop culture you want to talk about? Anything? Anything? I think I've been riding John McTiernan. Uh, quite enough. Pop culture. I'm gonna kick myself when I remember when I'm told the actor in this movie. I rewatched um another great movie that had some cartoon elements. While you're looking up, I always Bob Hoskins. To... Yeah, Eddie him. Valiant. Yes, and of course we got Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom. You gotta yeah. love Doc Brown, man. You gotta love Doc Brown. Uh, I rewatched The Mask with Jim Carrey. Ah, That's a classic. That was like the that I, I put that in. Mm. I personally made Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber the first Jim Carrey trilogy. It was crazy. They all three came out back to back to back. That was the first Jim Carrey trilogy. That was what hit that. That was the mm-hmm. phenom. He that was the original me. of Cam- I, I love Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yeah, so do I. I love Jim Carrey. Jim I like. Carrey I like. I like almost everything that he's done, mm-hmm. and I like the weird, bizarre character that he's turned into right now. Like he is. I love an independent figure. I love Jim Carrey. Uh, I loved the Truman Show the second it came out. Oh, that was another one. I I, there was the, another. There was two Man times the in his career. Man on the Moon, the Andy Kaufman story. Yeah, I love Brilliant. that one too. 
I mean, yeah, that was that Jim Carrey can was. do no wrong. I mean, you can even talk about Yes Man. Even after he's done all the dramatic stuff and he goes back to doing, you know, sort of a screwball comedy, Yes Man was awesome. I believe Joe, Zooey Deschanel was uh, the romantic lead in that. And gotta love her. She's great. I mean, I'll tell you what, in 1994 was his year because that's where 1994 he came out with Ace Ventura Pet Detective The Mask and Dumb and Dumber all that those year. came out in the same back year to back to back in that's the why same I year. called it man that's the Jim Carrey trilogy that's I mean before that he did uh, Earth Girls Are Easy is that what that movie was called yes and then before that it was name a, it a Rubber Face and then there was like a vampire movie yeah, yeah Once, once Bitten, bitten. I mean, I don't even. I've never watched any of these movies. Once Bitten and Earth Girls are easy. I watched the mm-hmm. other ones. I cannot say I have, but I mean, he did that Mass Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura in 1994, and then the other three Ace Ventura, Pet to Detective. Back. After that, no Cable Guy came out next, right? It was um, no, it was actually Batman Forever. Oh, which he was good. That was in. interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then that was, it was the, the redo of uh, was the second edition of Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. Okay. Then it was Cable Guy, and then in yeah, Cable Guy was excellent. Ninety eight and ninety nine, as far as acting ability, ninety seven he came out with Liar Liar, ninety eight was Truman Show, and ninety nine was Man on the Moon. I mean that's a great triple threat right there too. Jim Carrey is no joke. And then just followed it up with Me Myself and Irene in two thousand. Yeah, that's like the death rattle of the Fairley <laughs> Brothers. The Fairley Brothers were no, actually it wasn't because well, I don't know where there's something about me. The Fairley Brothers had a really good run as filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Started, you know, Dumb and Dumber, Me, Myself, and Irene. They had they had once they did the one where Matt Damon was a joined exactly twin. Just came to my mind. That was what killed. I went them. to the theaters for that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, it was the um, Fairley Brothers. Stuck they on sold you. It on that stuck too. on you yeah. or stuck on me? That's what it was stuck called. On you. Stuck on you. Matt Damon was a huge. Star. And it was Greg Kinnear, right? Was yeah. Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear. I mean, Matt I mean Damon they're both they're both excellent. They're both excellent. I have much love and much respect for both of those actors. And but they sold P- that movie you, on the bro, I am not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch a scene. I might watch a scene. I'm not going to go in the theater for that. That's for... Mm. Well, at the time, they sold I'd it have on the to be, Brothers I'd game. have to be hanging out in a room where the channel is on and that movie comes on. That's how I watch that movie. And that's the only way. I don't plan to watch that movie. Never. <laughs> I saw sorry. it in theaters. Mm. That was a long time ago. Mm. But I'd, yeah, learned. I mean, I'd learned to analyze film enough to know that's to watch I, that. That was in the days when I went to the theaters for anything. Yeah. I was looking for reasons to go. I didn't work that much. I was just, I had the time, yeah. I had the money. Heard Why that. not? I heard that. Um, we were talking Jim Carrey. He's so great. We were talking. I know you mentioned something that made me want to go down another trail, but uh, maybe it's lost. Lost. It's evaporated into the ether. <coughs> the, it's been the sand has been swept over by people trying. Was to... it the cartoon elements with? Mm. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. If we should kill it, or we should talk anything else. Do we want to talk comic book movies. How much are we talking about Deadpool two? Because I'm excited about Deadpool two. Not much. You guys are going to see it before me. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. I would really like to. If the opportunity presents itself, I really might try and make that happen. If there's a midnight showing after I get off work one night, maybe I'll make it happen. I don't know, man. Like I would love to see that movie because mm-hmm. for a minute I was thinking that movie was going to be a. Well, turd. it's harder for you to see it without your son, right? It, it's harder for you to get to the movies because it's easier when you're with him and you two go together. Well. I have him when I am not working most of the time, mm-hmm. and he's too young for that movie. Mm-hmm. The only time when I don't have him and I'm free would be after I get off work, and in our business, that's after midnight. So yeah. it would have to be an after midnight showing. So I guess I could check to see, and, and, I, and I usually have him on the nights when movies debut. So those midnight showings come out on those nights. So I'm probably not going to get that opportunity mm-hmm. but i guess it i might be able to squeeze it in during the day someday i don't know i don't know the schedule the schedule is a manageable thing it's flexible it just things depend it depends on how bad you want to do a thing and when does it come out what's today today is the 16th, 16th. and does it does it come out this week it comes out thursday night 
You can go tomorrow see night. Seeing it Thursday night, seventeenth. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. Huh. Maybe yeah. I'll. Maybe I'll see it Monday. I mean, I don't see it being nearly as crowded as as the um. Avengers. The Infinity War. Mm. So, I mean, I see it doing well. I might just have to make that happen. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because I love me some Deadpool, man. Mm-hmm. He's 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 in my top my top five superheroes. I mean, Spider-Man might be my favorite superhero, but there were times where I said Deadpool was my favorite comic book character. You know, throw a little Batman in there, some Iron Man. It'd be hard to, it'd be hard to narrow these things down. Deadpool's in the conversation. He he was my favorite for a minute, like a long minute, mm-hmm. like a over a decade long minute. So we'll see, we'll see. And Ryan Reynolds, um, at, there there's you cannot you cannot the, they cannot create a better person in a lab of weird science to play Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 they just, there's nobody. There's no one else. There's no one else. Perfect. Let's end on a high note. We hope you had fun at the table. We love it when you come by, and we really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you want to fight fans and seasoned vets can also find Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. The purest, best support you can follow. Follow Danubauer at Danus MMA. Gabriel Timbone and Gabby underscore T, and me, Matt Crookabo, and Matthew J. Banner. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace!